Full Service Radio. Peace. Welcome back. It's your favorite twins, Ariam. And EOD. And you're tuned in to DeSoul Radio, powered by Full Service Radio. And we're broadcasting live from the Line Hotel, D.C. That's right. Every Sunday here at 2 p.m., you girls hear your talk all things music, culture, and everything under the sun. Ah, Sundays. I love Sundays, Ariam. I do too. I, I'm, I'm loving it here. But I'm really loving the fact that we have a special guest today. We, have. we finally have singer Joy Postel in the building. Hey, yes, what's good? <laughs> Shout out. Yes, we have the Baltimore-based songstress here in D.C. for Peace Soul y'all. Radio. Thank you for having me. Hi. Chocolate City. Hey. Yes. Still, still. 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 We, we, it's still Chocolate City. We still City. call it Chocolate City. Yes. Let's go. We could put an asterisk on that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. We've been trying to have you on our show for a minute, girl. Just saying that. I'm so grateful to be here finally. Yeah. It all lined up perfectly. We talked about this for so long because I remember we saw you live at what was um, Glow End Theory. Yes. Uh, the Black Cat, mm-hmm. in, uh, which is a, a venue in D.C., and she it was actually a all-female showcase, and it was a yeah. monthly showcase, mm-hmm. and Joy was one of those artists, and I think you were, like, the last to perform. Yeah, I was. You closed out one show, and, yeah. and me and Ariam were, like, shook. Whoa. When we saw you, we were, like, who is this? Why oh, have yeah. we never heard of this woman? And she's got talent, for sure. And, and you were just, you were so... Cap- like you, you literally captured my attention. I mean, everyone who was on that lineup was talented and, yeah. and were always talented. But as like the grand finale, you just came out there. You had, you know, just such like an energy about you. And you're, you had your oh, long fro. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, oh, we need that. <laughs> we need this. We need more of We this. need to talk to her. Period, <laughs> poo. And I think we were just starting to like introduce the idea of a podcast we hadn't had one yet yeah and we we're like you know we should interview you and we were just doing like video interviews but now it's finally happening so congrats and For real but big congrats to you thank you shout out to your latest ep back and forth you're a busy lady yes you How know you feeling? i feel good i feel grateful that it's finally out mm-hmm. um i really like after i released diaspora something that was like I was really adamant about um, not hoarding music, like not holding on to the music so long. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to release something within six months, but I was like, at least within a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a new project because Diaspora, I held on for like a year or so. And I was like, way too long. Yeah, that was about a year ago. Right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I but I feel like you had in that project music that was old. Like, yeah. Old. So I'm glad you didn't hold on. Yeah. Because this current release is like really, really good. Thank you. Like I have it on repeat. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to unpack this project in a second. We got to talk a little bit about your story as an artist. Ariam and I really, really want to just get to know you because we understand that you're from Baltimore Mm -hmm. and we've learned that you went to the Baltimore School of Arts. No, no, I didn't go to BSA. Okay. Okay, I, so. I auditioned. I didn't get in though. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I was a reject. 
art school reject. Interesting. And I, I mean, call back. I mean, call back. I was like, yeah. And then, I, I, but I was, you know what? I auditioned for um, theater for oh, BSA. Okay. Mm, okay. Completely different. So, I was a theater wow. kid. Wow. So you were into musical theater. I was, yeah. Okay. In middle school, and then I went to high school, and I was like, man theater is whack i don't want to be a theater kid anymore mm. so i just pushed it aside that's but, so interesting but i would have never known you were yeah. into musical theater though yeah okay hey coffee hey, hey. so you awake now <laughs> shout out to the cup we all race for <laughs> yes cop cafe right across from the studio so okay um that's interesting though because musical theater is very different it is <laughs> it's super but that's like low-key where i got my chops from like my performance, mm-hmm. because musical theater is you have to project. There's no mics, like right. it's like mics hanging from the ceiling, right? But it's not like hey, like yeah. oh, like that's what um, I've. That's interesting that you say that because I was watching an interview with Jennifer Lewis, and her whole career has been about projection. But she started in theater, it makes and sense. that's literally where she gets it from. Yeah, but they it, teach you that. But she's also like. Like naturally, she projects. Like yeah, when I, she I think talks, it's, it's, like, it's in her because of that. It's not even like when she's performing; <laughs> it's like in her. <laughs> so I feel like that kind of transcends into your music, especially in your last project, Diaspora. You yeah. really see your ra- you hear your range. Excuse me, you hear it, and I feel like that's a good quality because you're not you're a tiny little girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that big. I'm like one thirty. Yeah, you are tiny, and I'm like, <laughs> like looking at you. I'm like, I'm like, you have all of that in you. So, and we definitely hear that and feel it too. Hell yeah. yeah I'm yeah, happy yeah. it came across. Yes, no, no, in a good way, very good way. Um, so, musical theater. Yeah. So, but yeah, okay. I like kind of started, I always wrote though. So, I used to write in high school, okay. I used to write poetry. Oh. Uh huh. Okay. And um, I remember like I was like messing with the, this guy, J Rock, in high school. He was a DJ. And I, I just started writing to his tracks. And that's when I recorded my first demo on an A-track. I recorded Alicia Keys' diary cover on, like, an A-track Wait. by my mom. Whoa, like, yeah. back. Like, Yo. And that was the first time I ever heard my voice. Because it's different, like, when you're singing live. Because mm-hmm. I'd never heard my voice back. Oh, my God, yeah. Which Absolutely. is weird. You Absolutely. know, like, you think I was in choir doing all this stuff for years, but I never really knew heard what my voice. voice. And yeah. you hear it back, you're like, Oh, I sound like that. I was like, I was kind of disgusted. I was like, oh, that's like, a real I like everyone hates the sound of <laughs> That is a real thing. I feel like I, I used to tell Ryan, I was like, podcasting. I feel like I sound like a 12 year old. No, y'all got the radio so, voices. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yes. We don't. I'll take, I'll take it from you, though, because I feel like you, I, I will, I'll trust you on this one. But yeah, um, that's a good point, though. That's a really good point. Um, because if you don't know how you sound, then you don't really know your style. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's can like anyone the access thing. this demo? Or is it, is it public? Or? I should definitely ask my mother if she still has it. Because my mother recorded it. Wow. Yeah. So Shout like, out to mom. Yeah, right? So that's, that's they your, always be, my first be sound cataloging cloud. everything for us. For real. I was like in like 10th grade or something like that. Like Aww. mad young. But it's interesting that you said that you wrote poetry. Because when we first saw you perform, I actually thought you were a rapper. Like I thought for the most part you were like an MC. I'm a fake rapper. But you can do it all, though. You can do it all. And then, you know, I, I, as you drop Diaspora, I learned more about your vocal range and the, the, pretty much the diversity of your music. So that's really interesting that you said that because I really did think you were an MC, like, first. Oh, yeah. So that's dope. You're not the first person that told me that because yeah. I think I give rapper energy. You do. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I have rapper energy. Yeah, like, you do. You, know, you do. It's like a, it's a vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. But this, 
you know, you can't really, like we mentioned this earlier, but you can't really contain an artist, Mm-mm. you know? And no. I, I also like that I can't really box you in at all. And nobody should be boxed in, but that's a good, that's a good look for you. Yeah. Like, you can do it really all, which is dope. So, shout out, first of all, shout out to mom for supporting you, that you're A1 day one. Mm. So, I wanted to ask you, obviously it sounds like she was, her response to you being an artist was positive. Yeah. So, when you really started focusing on creating music what was the initial response that you were getting from people like with your sound as you were like developing as an artist well I remember I moved to LA after I graduated high school Mm -hmm. and even though I kind of like set the theater stuff aside like when I moved to LA I actually moved with my mother and she had bought me a laptop and the condition was I had to record on it because the MacBook came with GarageBand right so she was like all right like I'll get you this MacBook but you have to like record i have a usb mic so i started putting covers on soundcloud and what happened then i just started to be around rappers because they started to reach out to me like um people just started taking me under their wing which was dope because i was in a new place and i didn't necessarily move there to pursue music honestly i just moved because i wanted the weather like i was just like ah paradise it's not it's not bad at all no it's beautiful (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um then this group, Rhyme Disciples, like they were based out of Torrance. They reached out to me and I did like wrote my first song with them and I wrote it to Isley Brothers Between the Sheets. Oh, yeah, but okay. I, yeah, I but, feel like everyone does yes, like, every, that's like, that. Everyone it's like a does. classic. It is. It's it an is. easy beat to write to. Right. You know, and then after that, this group Warm Brew, shout out to them. They're signed to Dom Kennedy now. And, oh, wow. Um, they were, yeah, they were just on his, they're like. I didn't know Dom Kennedy had a, a label. He does. OPM. Okay. OPM dope, is dope. a label. Dope. So um, so they reached out to me. And then really when I started getting up with them, I started to get in the studio, like a real studio. Because mm-hmm. I had never been in the studio. I was just recording. So mm-hmm. they just started taking me around. And like we started to go into like all the functions. And so boom, you were boom, like boom. networking. Yeah. Like, you were out there working. Yeah. So okay. it was cool. So yeah. it was real natural. So that's really just how it happened. It was just like random because i wasn't i didn't necessarily know how to push it they just that was the beauty of soundcloud it's like you just discover yes. you can mess with somebody i love soundcloud for that because a lot it, of musical marriages are formed on soundcloud for too. real yeah we've yeah. had a lot of uh, guests in the past you know shout that platform out even though people may disagree that it's you know it's not a priority anymore mm-hmm. it was a way to get your mixes out yeah. and also coll- it's actually a social media so right. you can meet other producers and other djs and songwriters mm-hmm. singers so shout out to soundcloud because we still use it yeah okay. even okay. though it is different now which is crazy mm-hmm. it is it's, it's different it's very different but well, my yo. mom's calling me That's shout crazy. out to mom we spoke her up y'all yeah we definitely did we spoke her up <laughs> so now we know a little bit about how you got your start but like we mentioned earlier, your your sound is very diverse, but also everyone is in a way influenced by the their predecessors or people in the past. So who would you say influenced you growing up when you were listening to music? Um, I would definitely say like uh, Alicia Keys, uh, Lauren Hill for sure. Yeah, um, I definitely get that vibe. Subconsciously, Shaka Khan. Okay. Oh, my mother is like a Shaka Khan stan. Yeah. Like, really all <laughs> yes. I was playing, Shaka Khan, like Tina Marie. Mm. But it's funny because when I was young, I didn't like them. But it's like, you know, those people sit in the back yeah. of your brain. Mm-hmm. But definitely like Alicia Keys and Lauren Hill are two of my biggest inspirations. Because I know Alicia Keys, she, she was a poet too. Yep. Mm. And that was the whole thing. You know, I was like, man, that's so dope. Da, da, da. She was mad young when she came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real. So, yeah. 
I can definitely hear all those influences for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh my gosh. I love learning more about you, but I want the guests to kind of get a vibe of how you sound like. Okay. So we're going to play for our soul pick of the week. We've got your track, HYD, Hold You Down, mm-hmm. from her track, I mean, her, from her EP, Diaspora. Mm-hmm. So we'll be right back, guys. It's just Soul Radio. To keep it real, I'm more complex than the magazine Not too many out there I know that can handle me I've learned in life that your friends become your family I keep my circle small so there ain't no jealousy The way you got me feeling is amazing So intimate and I'm not even naked And your love is where I'm trying to get wasted So even if the sky starts falling even if the earth stops spinning round, you know I'ma be there. I'ma hold you down through the fire, wind, and rain. My love for you will remain the same. Ain't shit gon' change. You know I'ma be there. I'ma hold you. Never had a real man, but you felt that place. My homie and my lover both the same. By your side, I will remain. Riding for you, baby, never pump the brakes I put my all in regardless of the stakes I started falling, you caught me right away I must admit I think about you every day And I know you over there feeling the same So even if the sky starts falling Even if the earth stops spinning round You know I'ma be there, I'ma hold you down Full service radio. Peace, peace. Welcome back to Just Soul Radio. It's Ariam and Yodit bringing you music, culture, and everything under the sun. Y'all are listening to our soul pick of the week by our special guest of the day, Joy Postle. That track was called HYD, Hold You Down from her Diaspora Project. Joy. Hello. How are you feeling? I'm good. How are y'all feeling? Great. I'm feeling that song. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I was just talking to her um, on the break about how it's so relatable. And sometimes you find songs that really express your current state, <laughs> even when you can't express it yourself. Hell yeah. So I could relate to it. Um, but it seems like there's a lot of emotion in that track specifically. Is that based off like a specific experience for you or just experiences in general? I wrote that song. I remember that was actually like I wrote that. That was like one of the first songs I made on my own, actually. So that's like a sweet spot for me. That was like I brought it to a producer. I wrote it by myself and then they produced the track around me. But I wrote that like sitting on my roof. And honestly, I didn't write it about anyone in particular. It was like about it was like a manifestation zone because I remember I was sitting with my homegirl. I was like, "Yeah, oh. I'm gonna write about some shit that I want." Yeah, you know. So this is a personal, yeah, personal song. Uh huh. But in a different way. Yeah, I like that for sure. I always wonder that. So manifesting comes in different forms. So I'm I'm here for that. So if it's working or if it's in the works in your future, it sounds like an ideal situation just based off of the lyrics. Yeah. Like that's ideal. Um, but 
like Ariam said, that was from your last project, Diaspora. Yeah. And before we talk about your current release, I really want to talk about your progression as an artist because Diaspora was, for me, I believe, like a really um, complex project. I felt like there was so much dimension and texture and color in terms of like what you covered, right? Because there was a lot of love songs, but there was also like a lot of conscious music. A lot, it was like borderline political in a right. certain degree. So I want to know who Joy was when Diaspora was in the works because I, I just love that you were able to create a project that consisted of like all those topics. Oh, yeah. I remember, I mean, really, that I grew up. Like, I feel like I grew up with that project because mm. I created it over a span of about four years. Okay. Um, because, like, even when it comes down to, like, uh, those interludes, I made those, like, interludes, like, a week before I dropped the project. So oh, it was, okay. like, literally, I, you were hearing me in all these different stages of my life. So you, I, I wrote some of the songs when I was living in California. And I was in a different state. Then I moved back. Mm -hmm. And that was post-Freddie Gray. And that's honestly when the political shift happened. Because it was like, I was back home and the the environment was completely different. Mm -hmm. You know? And it was crazy because when I moved back, I moved back to Sandtown, which is like the area in which everything kind of started. So it was like, honestly on some spirits because I remember I was like having dreams like that was the time when that church got shot up and Mm. I remember I had a dream that I was a kid in the church yeah like it was trippy like I have really trippy dreams Mm -hmm. sometimes I have premonitions in my dreams so Mm -hmm. it's like I had a dream that I was one of the kids in the church because I remember reading about it because I was really tapped into the news at that time I'm not as tapped in as I used to be honestly right because I had to like tap out at times just for my mental health Mm -hmm. but I was super tapped in I remember I had that dream. I woke up, and that's when I wrote Consciousness. Like, mm. I literally just wrote up, and someone had sent me a beat, and I just started writing to it. Mm. So that was, like, um, that was just, like, one point when I made Diaspora. And then as I went on, you know, I met people, and then Water. I made Water mm-hmm. from scratch with my homie. Mm-hmm. So um, That video is really beautiful. Thank you. Really well, really amazing thank you I loved it and it was fun because all those videos I directed I was gonna ask did you create a direct like yeah, yeah I directed all those videos and it wasn't on some like I wanna be a director it was on some like I don't have like. an option <laughs> like who about to direct these videos for me I'm about to direct them then right you know so. that makes sense because even though your videos subject matter range like there's a style that I've noticed that is really consistent so that makes sense that you were the director like in general yeah so i definitely peeped that for sure so my question for you is um have you ever have do people tend to think that when they hear songs like water and consciousness do they feel like you're kind of boxed into this like conscious artist and how does that make you feel yes they think i'm a hotep and i really gotta tell them like i'm not a hotep period (laughs) like i don't agree with y'all we not of the same mm-hmm. kin because mm-hmm. I've like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, no and it's like I've like I've given um, like I've talked at U, mm-hmm. UMBC or whatever and the woman was like well how do you feel about women showing their ass and I was like show your ass sis like right. I, don't, <laughs> shake it. Right, I don't care right. like I'm not sitting here judging right, what right. she's doing right, right. you know what I mean I might show my ass next week yeah, so right. don't be mad right. Like, that, that's, but that's like human like, yeah it's weird nuance exactly okay? like like, thank you. Yeah. So, and yeah, I do get that. Because yeah. I was actually just watching um, an interview with Rhapsody on mm-hmm. uh, The Breakfast Club. And she talked a little bit about that, about how you there's no real thing 
as like there's no such thing as like someone being like a conscious rapper like mm. everybody is conscious of their reality and everybody's reality is just different right. and they project whatever it is and i thought that was powerful yeah. because people just think oh if you're talking about political and social issues that makes you a conscious rapper like right. you are aware of your your own reality and you put that in your music exactly. yeah, and your reality could be a culmination of things and to be honest yeah. like there are people that are going to relate to like even certain rappers it may just seem like they're rapping about like very materialistic things or ideals but someone's gonna listen and i agree to that and also like mirror themselves with that and so you can't just say they're not conscious because your definition of consciousness may be different right so i think that's really important to reiterate and that's why i wanted to bring that up here because yeah no, thank you. And no. it's funny because the woke community, it, it's it's kind of a scary place. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm happy I put out this new project because I'm like, nah, bro, because like, y'all <laughs> not about to. No, right. we're not doing that because right. it is, it can be, it's, it can be, people can get caught up in like on some uppity, like righteous, Almost like self. Like, yeah, yeah, like I'm better because I do this. But it's like, mm-hmm. when you co- do something, yeah. your shit stinks still. Like right. I know you do something. And, and that's it's contradiction. Like, it's, it's also it like, it's yeah. like how can you judge yeah. if your whole thing is about exactly. being open-minded exactly. and being more aware? Like that completely like negates everything that right. you're, you're, quote, you know, projecting. You know exactly. what I'm Wokeness can be borderline performative so you gotta like dance especially now (laughs) around especially now because it's like a lot of money in blackness and like pro-blackness and these big corporations they're catching on to it yeah you know so Mm -hmm. yeah like and even when i listen to like what people think is like mumble rap like low-key i'd be thinking and it's like these are low-key manifestation songs because this man wrote this when he had nothing Mm, talking about he's in a benz he didn't have no benz when he wrote that (laughs) shit like he didn't have a benz he didn't have a car he was on the bus (laughs) and now he in a benz right so i'm about to write a song about a benz and y'all gonna see me in a benz next year you know very true power in the tongue yeah for real for real there's weight on that oh, for real so speaking of not being boxed in we got to talk about back and forth e. your newly released project we love this project thank you it's very different from, from diaspora as we have mentioned before it's a little bit more sultry mm-hmm. more stripped down let's talk about that transition a bit yeah yeah this one is it's funny because i got to put my hand on the entire thing like with diaspora, I put my hand on all of the, the visuals. I created those, right? Right. But the beats were sent to me. The only one in diaspora that I was able to be like, okay, let's make this beat was water. Okay. Oh, okay. So this it was like my if to come like you know how like Rihanna got to put her hand on anti. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like I got to put like because I got to sit down with a team of producers. I was like, okay, I like this. I don't like this. Okay, let's make everything. You so, felt like more hands-on. Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. So I got to like really execute ideas I've wanted. Like I've always wanted to have a gospel choir. I've always wanted to make a song that had two beats in one. Like certain things that I really got to execute on this, which I'm really happy and grateful for. And it happened so quick. Like I wrote these songs in a span, wrote and recorded these songs in a span of three months. Oh, wow. You know, which is very different quick. than diaspora, which exactly. took, you said like four years. Right. <laughs> and I'm learning like putting out music is like a muscle because it's like the more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. Mm. So why mm. hold on? You know why? You know, every release is not going to be the same. You know, like this one, it was a lot quicker. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. But it's like it needed to be done because 
I just feel like as a writer, because I do hold writing, like I'm a writer first. Yeah. Right? I love words, like, and I understand the power of them. It's like when I release, now I'm ready to write again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you let something go, like plants. You know, if we have a bunch of dead leaves, like you got to get rid of the dead so the new can grow. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Wow, joy <laughs> out here giving words on a Sunday. We always have we always have good talks on a Sunday here. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, no, but that makes a lot of sense, and I, I appreciate that you are tapping into this new muscle memory of yours. Um, and that's that's honestly like a really like brave thing to do is just like not hold on to to music because you want to make sure. A lot of artists that we talk to, they want to make sure that the songs and the music make sense, right. that they're of quality, and that's completely understood. But that can sometimes hold you back. Yeah, because people want to grow with you. Like, I want y'all to see my growth. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I want people to be like, damn, that should sound a lot better. And that is such a good point, you because know? people, like, right, especially with our generation, it's all about, like, a highlight reel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to show the best of the best. Yes. And I understand that, like, because you want to show yourself and your work at its best. But what I've also come to terms with is that people appreciate your growth. Yeah. Like, people, like, can look back and oh, I remember when they were at this phase. And now they have this this direction, this vibe, this energy, like, this evolvement that you've you know? been able to witness and be a part of yeah. as a consumer. But um, I want to talk a little bit about about the project itself too because I feel like what makes us different from Diaspora is that like we mentioned you had a lot more topics that you covered but I feel Mm -hmm. like this particular project really um, focused a lot about relationships Mm -hmm. interpersonal intrapersonal relationships and how you cope with different phases of it like for the song Influences for instance I was listening to the song and I was like okay this is really deep because it's really talking about any, I mean, for me, I interpreted it as like any type of dynamic, whether that's a friendship, romantic relationship. But there's this one line that you said, or you say, when you say, I'm just a person, not a savior. Mm. Let's unpack that. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> we live in a time when everyone's talking about toxicity and all of that. But I want you to be able to explain what, what you meant by that. Um. Well, it's funny because I wrote that song. I was in like a big transitional period in regards to my business relationships. And I felt as though I had a bunch of people expecting me to feed them in ways that I couldn't. Um, And I really had to like take a step back and be like, okay, like I understand my responsibility as a human, but am I responsible for you in this manner? You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes when you're put in a position of leadership, people like expect you to fish for them, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? But your yeah. team will be a lot stronger if everybody knows how to fish for themselves. Because, mm. you know, like if your leader is sick, what are you going to do? Right. You're not going to eat. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. You still got to eat. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. really like that is exactly where it came from was just like no double entendre like i cannot save you yeah period like i'm trying to keep my head above water right now myself you know Mm -hmm. and i hope that you are able to appreciate me as a person rather than place me on this pedestal and project whatever you want to you know what i mean like understand i'm going through something too yeah i got my own problems you know and it seems like sometimes people can like um deify 
or like you know even just the basic you know you can go on instagram and like right think this person's perfect like you said going yeah, back to like you go, exactly yeah. it's like oh this person just got everything together and it's right. like they're going through something too like right. i don't care everyone on this earth is going through something mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you gotta have empathy you absolutely. know absolutely that is so real and i like that it's really applied on multiple like elements like it's not you can apply it to your relationship. Yeah. You can apply it to, you know, like you said, your work relationships as well. Because, like, that's even it. friendships. Yeah, yeah, everything. Like every any type of relationship. Yeah, so we all got that friend yeah. that just only call you to complain. I'm right. Like, all right, Joe. Yeah. I'm not a therapist. You yeah. know, like to a certain extent, I can take this one. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, they need to be held. I'm not certified. Okay. <laughs> they need to be held accountable too. Like, yeah. listen, like you know. But sometimes like, people yeah. like. People like Loki like to complain sometimes. You know what I mean? Like sometimes people it's like I feel like sometimes the drama gives you a little you know what I mean, gives you a little something, mm-hmm. but it like we all have the power to if you see something you can change it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's also the scariest thing is like life like it is in your hands. Like you you can change if you see something wrong, like you may not change it overnight, but the fact that you're able to see that something's wrong, you can make the proper adjustments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your life can be whatever you want it to be. I think that's scary, you know? So Back and Forth is the title track. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yeah. That was, I made that song. I wrote that song myself too. And then he built the, my homie Benamine built the production around that. And that is like one of my favorite songs I made. We made, I was like, I like bumping the, in the car. Yeah, lot, you know, it's getting a lot of a lot of attention. Okay? Yeah, because that song is it. <laughs> Bless. it is. My mother was like, "You got a hit." <laughs> yes, mom's approval. Yes, for real. Yes, oh, and her man. opinion clearly matters. It does. We know where she where it all started. <laughs> we learned today, but um, I do like the track. It's very reminiscent of like '90s R&B, yeah. super like late '90s, super R&B. even like, the, 90s even your cover art. Yeah, like the fit, mm-hmm. the bob. It was. I'm here for it. Yo, I shot that out here too. At, uh, up at Beyond with Jaslyn, she oh, killed that. Oh yes, yeah. I Shout out to her. Beyond Studio for real. And Jaslyn, yeah, dope. she yes. murked that, and yes. I was happy because I was like, I want something glam. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She she did it up. Yeah, you so. look like glam. You do. Thank you. You, you are a look. Oh. <laughs> A mood, yeah. <laughs> a mood, a vibe, a lifestyle. But yeah, she's definitely right. You get a lot of that '90s like like edge to it right yeah i wanted something that y'all could play in the car like i wanted to i was like i want to hear my song out mm, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i want to go out and somebody playing my song yeah at the club yeah. i don't know at a party yeah, yeah. You know? it's like it's that one type of song where you can hear it out you can hear it when you're getting ready for the night you're putting makeup onto mm-hmm. it pre-game With your to girls it. yeah i mean there's so many places you could place the song Hell so yeah. yeah you i think you hit the nail on the head with this one like um but yeah. So my question for you is, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of bangers. Ooh. I want to see some visuals. When Ooh. are we? When are we gonna see some like, you know, faces to the the lyrics? Like I want to see that Tuesday. Ooh. Oh, period Tuesday. So wow. so <laughs> is, this, is this how manifesting works, Ariel? Speak it up. Speak, speak, it, speak up. it up. I want some videos. <laughs> so so we're manifesting. Tuesday. Yeah, y'all, you manifested it. Are you, I know, I sure did. Wait, so is it? Are you able to let us know the song that you're making a visual for, or it's for back and forth? Oh, back and forth. Okay, yep. bet, bet, bet. back and forth. That's and I'm gonna I'm gonna do more. I want to kind of gauge 
Last time I did a gang of videos, kind of for the whole thing, because I wanted to do a visual project, but I wanted to let this one rock. I knew I wanted to do a visual for Back and Forth, because that was like the push. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the single that I right. wanted to push the project. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of just sitting back and like seeing what people vibe with the most. Okay, okay. I'm like, okay, okay, what do y'all want to see a visual for? You know? Taking a survey. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Well, I'm excited for Tuesday. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited to share it. I... We, we shot in a cave. It, it's kind of crazy. A cave? Yeah, like they. It was Where? crazy it, in Maryland, of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all, stay tuned for this. We got caves in Maryland, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait for that. So, you know, in addition to that, is there anything else that we should be looking forward to um, from Joy? Okay, my show on Sunday at Auto Bar. Plug, plug, plug it. Plug, plug, plug. Show free RSVP. At Autobar, Sunday, September 1st. I got Soda on the lineup, turn up. That's like, Soda's beats are crazy. I grew up with him. Mm-hmm. So, but his music is crazy. One of my favorite songs by him is, oh, damn. Um, I can't remember, but it's from all his. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? <laughs> but no, his beats are crazy, super futuristic. I got Mother Queen on there. She's like future R&B. And I got Baby Kahlo. She's like, future punk rap she's pretty trip like it's so y'all got it's pretty dope everything yeah awesome. and then i got damn cam on the ones and twos okay. and i have station north sad boy also on the ones and twos Yo. so i'm really excited we're gonna deck it out if y'all came last year everybody know i turned it into my album cover so i'm gonna do the same thing this year like a different vibe i'm gonna take y'all into the future Ooh. so it's, it's gonna be so real we're gonna cool. go <laughs> is it sunday yeah sunday All and right. the what doors time? are at 8 30 what's 8 30 okay yeah so Dead. come last time it got packed out like a lot quicker than i thought so i'm just telling people get there sooner than later All yes right. y'all heard it children. here y'all don't got work the next day you have no <laughs> excuses Okay. Well, I, I do, but I'll make it for Labor you. Day? You work on oh, Labor, Labor Day? Day. It's, it's Labor Day. Oh, thanks. It's Labor Day. Yo, no, right, I made guys. sure. Y'all, I'm tripping. <laughs> no excuses then, guys. So you were really considerate. I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> How can y'all turn up for Labor Day? Okay, All right, bet, bet, bet. So I got to move. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm excited to learn and see visuals mm-hmm. and hear more from you congratulations on your latest ep and thank you so much for joining us yes. thank you for having thank me it's great to learn more about you and your sound and who joy really is like this is awesome thanks for joining us thanks for having so me so if anyone wants to keep up with you and your music how can they find your music um i'm on everything joy pastel j-o-y-p-o-s-t-e-l-l um itunes Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play for the old heads, everything. <laughs> so, all right, y'all heard it here. Well, and on social, what's your uh, IG? Oh, same thing. My name. I'm basic. Joy Postel on everything. Consistent. Twitter. Yep. No one else got that name. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to pay to get <laughs> your <laughs> your name verified. <laughs> no. But yeah, Joy Postel, y'all. And uh, this is the end of our show. If but you guys- she's about to bless us. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget, Aria. True, true, true. We got some songs that you're going to share with us from your EP. What songs are we going to hear today? Uh, we're going to play Back and Forth, and we're going to play Possibilities. Okay. Well, you guys heard it here first on DeSoul Radio. If you guys like what you heard, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at D-E-U-X-S-O-L. And we'll be back same time, same place next week. Till yeah. next time. Peace. Peace. Oh, I don't take no loss
Possibility. Possibility. 
You went on my mind Shit, I can't even play shy Forget all the fun and that shit won't suffice I just want a little of your time Maybe we could cross some lines The weather's getting so nice See you plus my place at AI Hey. 